my crafty friends and welcome to ACB Crafters, where we learn and teach each other in order to make crafting accessible to the blind and visually impaired. We hope you enjoy this episode. So, how is everybody doing? Moving to the second hour of, um, of our class. I'm going to take out what I just did real quick. All right. So for our advanced class, we had a request to talk about how to keep our edges straight when we're crocheting. And then the second, what? how to keep your edges straight. So if you're making a square to keep it square. Hmm. So. And then the other question and thing we're going to go over today is um, the magic loop was requested to, to learn that. Oh, I know that too. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, if you have any tips, then you can let us know. <laughs> I thought we were all unmuted. Sorry. No, you're good. No, actually, <laughs> you should be muted if you don't mind. I will do it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let me get my cheat sheet up here. My iPad never likes to stay on as long as I would like for it to. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a couple things um, about keeping your stitches straight on the edge. One of the like most common um, uh, way, uh, things that happen that cause them not to be straight is either skipping a stitch or adding a stitch when you're going across your rows. So the best way is to count your stitches or do stitch markers like every 10 stitches you could put a stitch marker just to kind of keep you making sure you um, are, are keeping with the same number of stitches. So if you change 20 and 21 and then you want 20 stitches with a single crochet um, to count those stitches as you're going especially if you're newer um, once you get the hang of it um, you usually I don't count my stitches as much as I used to when I was first starting out so that is the first thing that can go wrong is um, just not having the right number of stitches or accidentally <laughs> Skipping or adding? Okay. So uh, to, to, to kind of like troubleshoot it, kind of see like if you're noticing it's getting um, thicker or wider, I guess I should say, make sure you're only putting one stitch in those holes um, and maybe go back and feel, does it feel like I maybe have put two stitches in? Um, the nice thing about crochet is you can just rip it out, like just pull your string and your crochet, take your hook out, pull your string and go back to where you were. And I've done that. Um, I've taken like 10 hours worth of workout just because I'm like, you know, I just don't like the way it's turning out. Mm -hmm. Do you have any, um, anything to add on stitch placement, Diane? Um, 
No, I think that's good. Just, you know, as you are learning different stitches, feel what they look like. Yeah. So you know. Um, One of the other tips, which I've never done this, but it was a really good tip, is to um, put a stitch marker on the last stitch of your row. So say you're doing a single crochet and you're chaining one, before you insert your hook to, to do that chain or to do the stitch, put a stitch marker around that chain because that's going to be the first part of your first stitch. So when you're going back across the row, you know that that's where you're supposed to insert your hook. Um, so each crochet stitch needs height so to, in order to make the next row even. So with a single crochet, it's a chain one. With a half double crochet, I chain one as well. This is where it gets kind of tricky because um, everyone's stitches are different. Um, your, your very own stitches could be different. Um, so if you notice that your fabric is getting to be smaller, but you're still finding you have 20 stitches, um, it might be important to stop and think, hmm, maybe I'm stressed. Um, I've noticed when I am stressed, my stitches are tighter, which means they're smaller, which means my rows are, are going to start tapering inward if I'm crocheting tighter. <laughs> So you can maybe um, take a deep breath. Maybe you're just tired. Maybe you've been crocheting for three hours straight and you're just tired. So you're, you know, you're fatigued. So maybe your stitches are getting looser than they were. So these are just a couple um, things you could think about and maybe do a little troubleshooting um, if you are ending up with the same. So, um, like I said, I use a single crochet or a single chain at the end of my rows for both a single and a half double. That is because I, I crochet tight. Um, if you are really, if you're really loose, you may want to use a second chain at the end of the row when you do a half double. Um, and it may take a little bit of time and playing around with your stitches and practice to get it correct. Um, for a half or for a double, I use a two, I use two chains instead of three. Um, with the stitch marker trick to mark your your first stitch, um, if and this depends on the pattern, if the first chain is counted as a stitch on say a a double crochet, I'm going to want to put my stitch marker in the third or the last chain I just made um, because that's where I'm gonna wanna put my hook back through when I go back across. So I hope that makes sense. Do you have anything to add so far, Tyann? Um, nope. Okay. I'm trying to look at my notes. 
It doesn't want to tell me it. Um, so, um, do any of you, uh, more experienced crocheters, do you guys have any tips or tricks you have to keep your, your, um, edges straight? Do I have any hands? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, I guess <laughs> I did a good job. Does anyone have any questions on what I just covered to keeping your stitches straight? or your edges straight, I guess I should say. Okay, so um, like I said, for a double, I use two. The way I remember this is um, how many times do you yarn over with your stitch is about essentially how many chains you'll need. So when I make a double crochet, I yarn over and I insert my hook and this is, I'm, I'm going to say yarn over after you bring your, um, once you're, once you come through the stitch. So let me, I'm chaining a couple stitches just so I can have something to explain. So I'm going to do the double crochet essentially. So at the beginning row, I'm on a chain. So I'm going to skip two chains, go into my stitch, okay? Yarn over and bring it through. This is where I'm talking about how many times do we yarn over? We, for the double crochet, we yarn over once. We pull through two, two loops. We yarn over a second time and bring through two loops. So we yarned over twice after we brought it through our stitch, which means we should build up our chain two, okay? The only time this would be different is if you, in a pattern, like I said, this is the, the chain counts as the first stitch and then they're gonna have you chain three at the beginning. But when you go back across, you need to make sure you put your stitch in that third chain. That's where your stitch would be placed. So the placement of your stitch is important in keeping your row straight or your edges straight. Any questions? No? No, guess not. All right. <laughs> so uh, those were the tips I found um, for keeping edges straight. I, I perused the internet a little bit and I have a little bit of knowledge of my own. Um, <laughs> but honestly, a lot of it is trial and error in how your stitches and your project, what you want it to look like and the height of your stitches, whether you're a tight or loose crocheter. Um, so I would recommend to play around with it a little. And then I think the trickiest part is um, making sure that you're in that chain, that third chain, when you go back through on your next row up to, for your, your, your uh, stitch placement. Okay, Mo has a question. All right. Hi, Mo. It's more of a comment than a question, but I okay. find that using standing stitches for your turns works, um, keeps them straighter as long as you have the right counts and things. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever done the standing. Yes. I have not. I have. <laughs> I, I like standing stitches. Okay. And we can do that as one of our things we go over. 
if people want to learn how to do that. Yeah, I think that would be fun. That and then uh, one of the other things me and Tayam were talking about going over our foundation chains. Foundation stitches. Stitches, sorry. That's what I meant. So unless anyone has any more questions or comments on um, keeping your work straight on the edges, we can work on the um, magic loop. So, all right. You're good. <clears throat> cool. Do you want me to do the magic loop or would you like to, Tyanne? Um, let's hear your way you do it. Okay. So my um, magic loop is a lot like how I make a slip knot to start a row. So what I do is I take two fingers on my non-dominant hand and I wrap my yarn. I'm going from between my thumb and my um, pointer finger over the top of my pointer finger and middle finger around the two fingers. And then I can use my thumb and my fourth finger to kind of hold the, um, the yarn in place. I have my my um, tail yarn is in front of my working yarn, across the front of the working yarn. So I have a loop with a X essentially at the bottom of it with my tail, like I said, in front of my working yarn. To make my magic loop, I, I will put my hook through this circle And um, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like this. Okay. So um, I, I'm hold. I took my two fingers out of the the loop. So now I'm just holding this X at the bottom of a loop at the top, in between my thumb and my fourth finger. What I'm gonna do is I'm going to take my hook and I'm going from the back to the front. So the back of my loop has the, wor is, has the working yarn. It's going kind of off to the right and my tail is off to my left, essentially in this X of loop. I take my hook from the back to the front and I'm going to kind of dip down and pick up the working yarn with my loop and bring that through the loop I'm holding in my hand, if that makes sense. Um, once I bring it through, I turn my loop so that the loop is more downwards and the X is more towards the top to hold on to it. At this point, I can tighten my working yarn and I can crochet chain one. And that holds my, my yarn in place. And now I will, now I essentially I have a loop with a chain, uh, chain one that I just did on it to hold it in place with a tail coming off to the left. 
when I crochet, say I want to have six single crochet in the magic loop. When you do your loop, when you do your crochet, you're going to go through the loop into the center of the loop, pick up your yarn like you would for a single crochet and bring it up to the top. But when I go through the loop, I want to make sure that I am going around both the edge of the loop and my tail. Why we do that is because once we get our six stitches in the loop, around the loop and the tail, you can pull the tail and it tightens that, that loop. So you get a, um, um, it'll be tight and then you'll just have a circle without a hole in the center. And I can re-explain that, or I can have Tyanne explain it in her words, and then we can go back over it if you would like. So I'll let you explain it, Tyanne, in your words. Okay, so what I do is I take the tail end of my yarn, and I put it in between my ring finger and my middle finger, and wrap it, wrap it uh, around my, wrap the yarn around my middle finger and my pointer finger with them spread out. Uh, so I have two loops on the top. Then I take my hook and put it under those two loops in between my fingers. I take my working yarn with my thumb and do a yarn over and I just end up uh, lifting the two loops over the hook and then uh, so then that way I have the working yarn on my hook and then I do my one chain and then I let go of the magic loop and so then I have the loop in facing away from me and the tail hanging out the left hand side of the loop in the front of the loop and then I can start doing my stitches making sure I have those two pieces of yarn together so my stitches are going around both and then you pull it when you're done with all your first round of stitches so then that way the hole is closed so you don't have a hole and that's what makes it magic because you tighten it and there's no hole anymore Questions? Don't see any. Would raise your hand if you would like us to repeat it? Okay. Okay. Kathy. Okay. Okay. So. Um, Wait, I got a question here. I think she wants us to repeat yes. it. So yes. Is sure. that what you? Want? Yep. Okay. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so the way I do it, let me see if I can explain this in a little bit different way. 
So I hold it, the yarn in my left hand because I'm right-handed. Um, take your yarn, your tail, and if you'll do it with us, um, it'll be a little bit easier. So I'm gonna take my yarn and I and I wrap it from um, toward from towards me to away. I, I wrap it away from me, I guess. So I have the yarn in between my thumb and my pointer finger. Essentially, I'm picking it up, wrapping it around my two fingers, and having it form an X in front of me, or in front of it. Um, the tail is in front with the working yarn behind. Once I get this X here formed, I hold it with my thumb and my middle finger, or just hold that in that spot. You don't need to have the loop on your finger anymore. I'm gonna insert my hook from the back. That is gonna be the side where the working yarn is, okay? So we wanna start our hook from the side where the working yarn is. We're gonna put it through the loop. So right now I have my crochet hook through the loop that I had over my fingers in my right hand and with my left hand I'm cross holding those two pieces of yarn the tail and the working yarn and I'm holding them right where they cross. Okay. I'm going to dip down when I say dip down I mean I'm I'm literally I'm folding the circle that my my um crochet hook is in, it's almost folding in half. And I'm dipping down through the loop and picking up the working yarn and bringing it back through. So what this does is now I have a loop with my working yarn forming a second loop, essentially going through it. And then when I chain one, it holds that that loop in place so I don't have to hold the crisscross anymore. So after you do that, so it's basically like the beginning of your, like when you start to do the slip knot at the beginning and you cross it and then you bring a loop through, it's essentially that same thing. Um, and you want your crochet hook to be in the second hook loop. Oh my gosh, I can't even talk. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> so, and then um, after you make, like I said, after you make the first chain one, it holds it in place. And then you have your tail coming off one side and your loop kind of running next to each other so that you can make sure that when you do your stitches into the magic loop, you're doing it around both the loop and your working yarn, or I mean your tail. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, um, another way to do this is, I was just playing around while I was talking to you, is um, you can take your yarn and wrap it around your fingers, have it cross in the front, and then pick up your working yarn and make another loop and put it through the first loop and then put that loop, that second loop onto your crochet hook, if that makes sense. Kind of like when you make a slip, a slip knot, but instead of finishing the slip knot and pulling it tight, we leave it loose and we do a single crochet 
around that to hold it in place. I really hope this makes sense. <laughs> so, does anyone have questions? Or did I just completely confuse people? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, if no one speaks up, I'm going to assume that you guys understand the magic loop. If you have or magic circle, sometimes it's a, it's written as a magic loop. Sometimes it's written as a magic circle. Um, to, okay. So that is what you guys asked for us to go over today. Um, I don't, I didn't plan anything else. I thought there'd be more questions. Um, if you guys want us to explain this again, um, please let us know. Um, I'd also like to know what would you guys be interested in learning next week? Or next lesson. <laughs> next lesson. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so. So if anyone has any comments on the magic loop or how to keep your stitches straight or what you would like to learn next week, please let us know. Please raise your hand. Kathy? Okay. Um, after you get the loop made, you chain one? You chain yeah, one so and you, then you do your singles? Yeah. So you chain one. So like, uh, yeah, so if you're doing a, um, say you're doing a double crochet, then you mm -hmm. would chain the two or three, uh -huh. depending on what you want for your height. Right. So yeah, so that first one, it holds it in place. Mm -hmm. And it gives us our height. So for the single crochet, yes, you would chain two. I mean, chain mm -hmm. one. And then you will make your, your stitches around both the tail and the circle. Okay. So if and you then... want to go ahead. When you get uh -huh. this number of stitches you want, do you close that loop right away or do you wait for a few rows before I, you close it? Nope. I close it, close it right away. Uh -huh. okay. So, um, let's, so if you want to make it and then do six stitches mm -hmm. and then pull your, um, your, your tail so it tightens mm -hmm. and then you can, depending on the pattern, you may be stitching, doing a slip stitch into mm -hmm. the top of the first single crochet. Mm -hmm. um, or if you're working in the round, you may just be going directly into that. And anytime mm -hmm. I work into the round, I always use a, start, a stitch marker to mm -hmm. mark my first stitch. Mm -hmm. So I don't get confused on where right. it is. If I, you know, if I have to set right. it down and go do something with the kids or, right. you know, so it, keep, it helps keep track. Okay. And then um, typically if your second round would be two stitches in each stitch. So it will stay circular. So you would do two stitches in each stitch. So if you did six, then you would do 12. And then your third row, um, you would do one and then in your first stitch and then two in the next stitch and then one in the next stitch and two in the next stitch. 
So there's three, you're basically doing three stitches in two stitches, if that makes sense. And that will keep your, um, your work flat, but circular at the same time. And then row four is you crochet a single crochet in two, and then the third one you do two crochet, and so on and so forth. So, do we have any other questions on the magic loop or working in the round in general? Okay, okay, um, let's see. Marion? Yeah, I was wondering if we could find a pattern that we would work on practicing the round in the magic, a hat, for instance? Yeah, um, we could do that. We could do, uh, I do water bottle holders a lot in the round. Ooh, I'd like a um, for that. Okay, <laughs> I, um, I just I, make it up, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, so um, if, you, if you guys wanna do that for, next, for the next class, we could do the water bottle holder. I prefer to do it in cotton, um, personally. Um, just because the cotton doesn't stretch as much as your acrylic yarn is going to. So it'll hold its shape better. And um, so, yeah, we could totally do that. If, so if you all bring uh, eye hook and cotton yarn, we will plan on making a water bottle holder next week or get started our it's next lesson. class. Oh my gosh, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. It's so, okay. Yeah, so I would, I would love to share that with you guys. Um, so what I do on my water bottle holders is I make an adjustable strap. So I use um, cotton yarn, an eye hook, and a button. And then you want to have um, a uh, tapestry needle or some way to attach your button if you want to do it that way. If not, you can do a regular strap that goes from one side to the other if you don't want to do the button. Okay, Marian has her hand up again. Marian? I didn't mean to raise my hand. I thought I was lowering it. I will lower your hand, okay? <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no worries. All right. Any other questions? Is everyone okay with that, doing a water bottle holder? Um, the other thing I would say to bring is the water bottle that you wanna make the holder for. So if you want it to be for like a 20, a 20 ounce water bottle, um, bring it just so we could size it. I always do it by size because um, like I said, people's stitches are different sizes and yeah. um, and every water bottle is kind of different, so I customize them to whatever water bottle I'm making, just to make sure it fits. So that sounds like fun. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. All right. Do we have any other questions? Tyann, do you have anything you want to add to any of this that we've gone over? Um, nope. Okay. I am. I've been working in the round like this whole time. <laughs> so, Tayan is making um, dish scrubbies. So, 
And that is something we could do sometime also. Those make yeah. great gifts. Yeah. And we could definitely. So we'll do the water bottle holder and then maybe we'll do the um, the dish scrubbies. And I thought it would be fun to have the beginner group stay for a little while one time. And we can tell them what we have in our crochet bags um, for the people who have been doing it long longer. So like I just some things that they might want to consider keeping with them when they are doing crochet. Plus that's kind of fun. What do you use for a crochet bag and what do you put in it? So that is a topic I would like to uh, do. Maybe we can do that um, at the, have you guys come a little bit, a few minutes early and we can do it like in the, towards the end of theirs and the beginning of the more advanced. So that's just an idea. Um, I am completely open to whatever you guys want to do. Like I say, this is your guys's class. I want to help you with what you want. So, but um, unless we have any other questions or comments or anything, um, maybe we'll end a few minutes early. Um, unless there's something that someone wants us to cover real quick or any other comments? Hold up for end meeting or leave meeting. Leave meeting button. So, all right. Okay. Do we have any other questions or? No, we're good. Yep, you know, oh. got their hand raised. <laughs> all right. Well, um, so next time we'll do the water bottle holder. So again, the cotton yarn, the eye hook and a button if you want it and the water bottle you would like to make the, the uh, holder for. Um, and I'll send that out on the list and everything ahead of time for the class as well. All right, that was quick and uh, I guess we're good. Okay. All right. Awesome. Bye everybody, we'll see you guys in two weeks. I got it right finally. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Somebody just, somebody just raised their hand. Uh, okay. Oh, no, wait. I lied. Liar. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being here and supporting us. I appreciate you, Lucy. No problem at all. No problem. All right. Okay. If that's have all, good, then yep. have I'll a good talk one. talk to you later. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.